everybody, welcome to my podcast. This is Rachel Paling here and creator of Neuro Language Coaching. And today we are continuing with this amazing discussion about coaching and how it's coming into the language world. And I'm extremely delighted to be with Michelle Hunter. And Michelle, you and I, we met in Malta last year. Um, because right. I, I, yeah, I know that you're doing some fantastic things relating to coaching in language. So, first of all, could you give everybody a little bit of an introduction of who you are, how you've been working over the years, and just uh, that sort of uh, background of all your experience? Sure. So, I, my name is Michelle Hunter. I am British and um, recently also German, and I have lived in Germany for the last 23 years. And for 20 years, I've worked as a business English trainer in and around Stuttgart in companies and in universities. And through that experience of learning about learning, I came into coaching. And six years ago, I did a postgraduate certificate in business and personal coaching, not with the um, intention of becoming a coach per se, but wanting to learn about and take from the course coaching tools and techniques um, and to understand coaching better so that I could apply it to my work of English teaching um, and at the time also um, women's development. So um, in essence for me, what I got out of my learning about coaching is a lot to do with, we were talking about it earlier, connecting to emotional intelligence skills Yes. of being present, of listening, of giving attention and allowing my learners the time and the space to learn, to improve, to expand their English knowledge, their English skills. Yeah. Um, that's, that's in a nutshell my whole resume over 20 years. Right, fantastic, fantastic. And I think actually you're doing some research at the moment, is that right? I am doing, yeah, I've just embarked on my doctorate. Um, more relevant, though, was the research I did for my master's. I did a master's in coaching in education, Super. which literally came from the experience I had from the postgraduate certificate. I could see that there was really something worth investigating, this idea of applying a coach approach to English language teaching. Um, and I suppose it kind of runs in parallel with the discussion about language coaching um, and it was a process of finding out what I understood from the coaching techniques that I learned about which uh, came primarily from the area of the thinking environment and Nancy Klein's work on um, time to think and yeah. the 10 components of the thinking environment which ties in nicely with some neuroscience that you work with Rachel yes. it's all about creating the space and the environment to allow the brain to do its best. Because Nancy believes in the brilliance of every human brain. Yep. And inside the brain that has the problem lies the solution. And we can find that solution only if we're given the attention and the chance to think about it by ideally the coach, in my case, the coaching teacher. Um, I, I mean, that's, that's an extreme case in, in terms of maybe business coaching, but for language coaching, I felt the principle still apply. And I did see that 
with my students. So I use, I work with my um, university students uh, who, who were very open to me trying out my ideas on them, as it were. And the feedback that I got from them when I did the focus group interviews did seem to support this whole concept of presence in the classroom. So the teacher offering the, the, the time and the think the thinking time and the space for the students to consider the tasks that I've given them um, to to take the time to actually think about the language that they need needed to to um, effectively complete the tasks. And then when I sat them down and asked them afterwards, they, they did notice that, you know, me as a teacher, apparently I was very calm, which was interesting because I was doing my research and felt I was being really hectic. But wow. somehow <laughs> the calmness created the environment that they were able to, you know, slow down yes. and, and do the learning that they needed to do. Yeah. Sorry, that was a bit of a long answer. Oh, no, fantastic, fantastic. No, as you're saying, it's almost like they were giving their brains a chance to really function. Yeah. Fantastic. Yes, and I love that sort of concept of Nancy Klein of the brilliance of every brain. I, I totally agree. Mm -hmm. You know, we are the most amazing creatures and we don't really understand ourselves. So giving ourselves that information and giving, you know, an, an educator, giving that space and time is like gold. Yeah. Uh, you're right. Absolutely. How do you think? How do you think that English language training and learning has changed through these twenty years that you've been in the field? Yeah, I was thinking about this before. I mean, it has changed um, a lot in terms of. I think certainly business English teaching and training, we align ourselves more closely to the business side of our jobs. You know, so instead of being a generalist and coming in and help with the sort of traditional English teaching stuff, we're, we're, we're thinking certainly in terms, even to the point with our own businesses, you know, that, that we're thinking more with a business mindset um, and getting closer to the context of our learners um, and how what we do can really leverage what they need from, from us as language professionals. English language professionals. Yeah. Um, and I, I, it's kind of, I think it's in, inevitable. The, the industry has sort of grown and developed and matured, I think. Yes. But I, yeah, I only see a small snapshot. But I, I think this small area in Germany is very densely packed with business English teachers and trainers and with a lot of experience and we've all worked together the last 20 years. So I would say, yes, there's definitely been a maturing of teachers' attitudes as to what our jobs are, which I think has naturally led to this desire to, for us to think about, well, what's next? I don't want to be just an English teacher. I am more than a business English trainer. And so this is striving, and I'm wondering if coaching is this, the natural next step, as it were, in this process of maturation. Yes, and, you know, we were talking, I, I work with trainers worldwide and for me there is this phenomena of teachers intuitively coming into this coaching approach without even realizing it some of them yes realizing that they're doing something different and I do think it's a worldwide phenomena I say this over and over again um, and it's as you say you've got the snapshot of Germany and in other countries this phenomena is incredible it really is and I think 
we talked as well about the fact that, you know, we do come from teaching, we honor that, we have such a wealth of information and different types of uh, input over the last 200 years. And the question now is how do we embrace that so we enhance it and we adapt it to those learners of today? Yes, yes, exactly, the learners of today. And certainly, you know, if working in, in industry with business professionals, they're also being, from that side of it, exposed to the phenomenon of coaching. You know, since the 80s, it's been booming. Yeah. The whole idea of certain executives, they need a thinking partner, they need somebody to help them figure out the step-by-step processes to reach their goals. Yeah. Uh, and that's where it aligns so nicely with our job because it's about reaching goals. You know, you start off at the beginning of a course at a, a B1 and you, your goal is to get to B2 a year down the line. And, okay, that's a good goal. How are you going to achieve it? What steps are you going to take? And, and certainly from a pragmatic po- approach, the coaching um, uh, the techniques lend themselves ideally to business English teaching. Yeah. You know, the grow model is, is just so perfect <laughs> to yes. set up a, a course with. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the interesting thing is, and, and I think you and I agree on this, that there's a lot of confusion about what is language coaching. Yeah. So what? how would you, if somebody said to you, okay, Michelle, explain to me, what's language coaching? What what would you say? What's language coaching? Okay, um, Gosh, now you put me on the spot here. I was thinking I was going to explain what coaching is, but language <laughs> well, is using. No, no, sorry, I, I keep keep rolling. Um, so, language coaching is a synergy of what of a coaching mindset, which means what we talked about earlier, creating an optimum learning space, slowing down, listening, not interrupting, which is you know should be a coach's normal modus operandi um, and applying that to the situation where the learner has the requirement to improve their language level um, in whatever context that is. And, and, and yeah, context is so important. I Maybe mean, that's why I'm struggling. I don't know if there's a blanket term for or a blanket definition of what language coaching is. Coaching by definition is all about the context of who are you what do you do and what do you mean? Right. And then we can look at what kind of coaching you need. Right. So I suppose then following that logic, language coaching is all about enabling our learner to move from, let's say for argument's sake, B1 to B2 in a year. I, I deliberately give at least a year because we know it takes much longer. Um, and enabling them to achieve that by... Um, facilitating their ability to map a plan for themselves or move together. Because presumably people come to English language teachers for English language teaching. Right. So what do people come to language coaches for? Maybe that's another question to think about. I don't know. Well. Sorry, that was a bit of a muddy answer. I'm thinking as I'm thinking. Yeah, but, but you know, what, what you're definitely touching upon is that it is about enhancing language in whatever shape yes. and form it is. It has necessarily to do with language. Yeah. And yes. I think you and I both agree that 
anything to do with language coaching has something to do with language, learning, yeah. consolidation, whatever. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, interestingly, I was listening to you saying, you know, the, the B1 to B2 in one year. With the neuro language coaching, we've actually had some people who've had breakthroughs and they've gone from uh, an A2 to B2 in three months. Oh, my word. Yes, absolutely. So, so I do think as well, you know, it's about breaking away from, from the mold of what we believe is possible. And actually, as a coach, you know, with that sort of feeling of, come on, I'm going to get you there, you're going to do this, you're going to get that goal, you're going to win that cup sort of feeling, people are achieving things that maybe we've not seen before. And there you go. There yes. You go. Shift of mindset. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think you're right. The coaching is about the emotional intelligence, the shift of mindset, that person accompanying the learner mm -hmm. to maybe go beyond where they've ever been before. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also, I mean, to also make it clear to colleagues that I, okay, I'm going to talk about myself. I'm not saying um, you need to become a coach and you need to shift everything that you know and do coaching because if you want to be a coach, go and learn how to be a coach yes. and do that. That's a whole other a whole other client basis. That's a whole other realm. Go and do that. But language coaching, it's, it's, it keeps coming back to the blending and the synergy of safe practices. Um, it, it, the, the, presumably the learners, they come there for the language. And that has to be the primary focus. Yes. And if you think, I suppose coaching is the sort of the vehicle that we use. That's right. To transport them through the process. Yeah. So I'm not saying, okay, you now have to be a coach. It's, it's like I did. I took from the world of coaching what I saw as the bit that fit with and, and, and can blend nicely with what we do already. Yes. Yes, yes, but I'm hearing as well that you did have some training into what that is. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I would say to anybody, you know, depending on your resources, depending on your time, because it is time consuming, you have to have an interest in it in the first place. But if you ever have the opportunity of even a one day yes. coach training session, take it. Yes. It, you just never know what it might shift in your brain and, and that you can then take and apply into absolutely it's all about enriching ourselves and discovering mm -hmm. ourselves to then help the learner enrich and discover themselves yes yeah definitely wow michelle absolutely thrilled to speak with you today thank you so much anything that you'd like to add about what you're doing or what you're hoping to achieve and just give the listeners some some feedback of um, anything that you'd like to just finalize with um, that, that, that the, the journey that I've been on and, and the, the whole learning about coaching that has accompanied me along the way is, is such, it's kind of like in me now. I was talking to a group of teachers a couple of weekends ago and, and I, I could no more take my coach, my, my, I say my specifically, my coach approach to teaching because it's what 
I've understood and how I've developed it, and I wouldn't say that you know this is for everybody. Um, but I can't take that out of my teaching anymore. It's it's kind of become part of me, and that's such a gift, and it's helped me, and it's helping me during my my current studies. So I'm I'm doing a doctorate in applied linguistics and investigating how students and teachers manage to do their teaching and learning in an EMI, English Medium Instruction setting. And I will be using my coach learning to unpack what's going on in the classroom and down the line hopefully help students and teachers improve that process so they can maximise their learning effectiveness yes. despite having to do it in a foreign language. So it's all kind of culminated, all the bits and the strands over 20 years. And it's just so exciting. And I just, it's just being open-minded and allowing the new stuff to, to come to you and see what it can give you and what it can bring you, which you can then pass on to someone else. Yes, absolutely. Well, I'm wishing you every ounce of good luck and you know success uh, with what you're doing i know that you're really helping to bring that clarity to this question of you know the coaching and what it is and also how does that come into the language process so thank you for that grateful to you for that and we will end today uh, thank you to our listeners and our next podcast will be another uh, super lady from the uh, coaching world. So do join me for that. Bye-bye, everybody.